everyone. I hope you all are having a wonderful, beautiful Tuesday. Um, it is a little bit cloudy outside, but it does not mean that we should not have good vibes. Also, thank you so much for everyone listening to every other two episodes that I've had recently about toxic relationships, as well as I have talked about, you know, just an overview of what this podcast will be. Um, just to let you all know, this podcast will actually be a little different. This episode is a little different than everybody, I mean, excuse me, every other podcast I've had. Um, today we're going to talk about a upcoming DMV artist, um, which is, by the way, really nice, really talented in what he does. Um, I'm, I'll just be asking a little bit questions. He'll answer, he'll give a little bit about what he does and a little bit more like that. So let's just get this started. So Trey, if you would like to introduce yourself, um, and then after you introduce yourself, I'll ask you some questions. All right, so hi, everybody, I guess. Uh, I'm Trey, or Traylon. Um, I'm a photographer. I've been doing photography for about four, four or five years now. Um, yeah, I started in like 2016, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't really take it serious because I was like a fashion designer at the time. So like, um, I did fashion design for a few years. Like I started doing that in like 10th grade. And that's also when I kind of started picking up photography too, because I was trying to, I was trying to, I wanted to be able to take pictures of my models without having to pay anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just picked up both trades at like the same time. Yeah. And so, yeah, like it kind of grew from there. But I've always been like into art, like ever since I was like really, really little. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you like? Do you know what made you start art? Like, where did it, you know, just come? Like, did it just come? You know, you saw people do it around you, or like, you know, did you go out your way to like dig and dig deep into what art is and everything like that? So, actually, I have a close friend of mine. His name's Chris. Mm-hmm. He was the person that actually got me into art. He was uh, an artist he knows how to like draw like really really well mm-hmm. and so when I was about six I want to say he's like I don't know, he was like two or three years older than me so he was like about eight mm-hmm. um and basically we were really close like growing up and stuff and he was into like anime <laughs> so he would draw like the anime characters and stuff like that and I always thought it was really really cool Mm-hmm. So one day I bought a journal and we had like linked for something like our, our parents was dating at the time. So like oh, okay. we had linked for something and he drew like a character, but he didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. So I finished it in the art style that I that I knew, I guess back then I was like six, seven, something like that. So I used to draw like, um, it's kind of like abstract. I used to draw like shapes and stuff to make like pictures. Mm-hmm. So I drew like, I finished the character with like a whole bunch of different shapes and stuff. And I was proud of it, but because it didn't look like his art style, I was like, you know, I'm going to keep at this and I'm going to get good at art, at drawing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So from 
like I said, I was like six or seven. So from then all the way up until like sixth grade, I wanted to be a cartoonist. I was always drawing different characters. I had created my own characters and stuff like that. And then when I got to about, when I was in sixth grade, I got into like shoes. I was always kind of like the weird kid, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I was real big in the anime. I used to run like Naruto and recess and shit like that. <laughs> oh, can I curse? Can I curse for now? Uh, uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> okay. So I used to run like Naruto and stuff. And like people would always call me weird. And I, I'm like, I, I never really fit in, I guess. Mm-hmm. But when I got to about fourth grade, I met somebody else. His name's Rob, Robert. Mm-hmm. He, um, his parents kind of cared more about clothes and stuff like that. So they would buy him like the nice shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't really, you know, they weren't fond of spending like over a hundred dollars on shoes. Mm-hmm. But like, of course, that's what everybody had back then or, or most people. And you weren't cool if you didn't have like some Nikes and stuff like that. Right. So um, he decided to to give me an old pair of his Nikes. Mm-hmm. And I was in sixth grade. I'm like, I had like a small foot. I wore like a size probably like seven. And I think he wore like either a nine or a 10. Mm-hmm. But I still wore them shoes. Like, I was like, <laughs> look, right. I don't have no Nikes. I'm tired of being that cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so basically, I, I was like, I'm finna. I'm, I'm gonna wear these shoes no matter how big they are and all that. My parents got on me. They were like, you know, why are you wearing sh- you know, like other people's shoes and stuff? So um, after that, that's when I kind of, my parents were like, all right, fine, like we'll start paying for shoes or whatnot. So I got my first pair of shoes and they were fake. And like I was always getting like, I guess like roasted or whatever <laughs> like they was always making fun of me because they saw that my shoes were fake so what i decided to do was i was going to take my love for art and my newfound love for shoes and put them together so i drew on them and then the the making fun kind of turned into idolization they're like whoa this is cool and so that was kind of that was kind of a way that i could be me and still be accepted you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah like people started hitting me for shoe customization and i'm like i'm in sixth grade i'm like <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know how old you are since i think like 13 or something yeah so i'm like 13 and people are paying me like 30 dollars, which is a lot for a 13 year old <laughs> yeah. back then like they're paying me so that i could you know make art on their shoes mm-hmm. and I guess with the love of shoes, then came the love of clothes, which ultimately grew into my love of fashion. So, yeah, everything kind of came full circle for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know they don't know this, but we did talk previously before this whole entire podcast, but you told me that you published four photo books um, if I'm wrong or if I'm accurate, can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Um, just to also get more into depth of, you know, your photography skills and whatnot. Okay. So yes, I did put out four photo books. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I want my photography to, I guess, live on past social media. Because mm-hmm. uh, as well as social media is doing right now, I am, I'm, I really feel like it's not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's going to be some new thing. So it's always best to, excuse me, it's always best to have some type of like physical form of your work. So yeah, I took the time to actually create four photo books. Um, and I have a series, it's called Negative Space. Mm-hmm. So that's where majority of the photo books lie. Like that that's the the series that I'm proud of actually, the most proud of. And so Where is basic- that oh I did not mean to cut you off. Where is no, that lo- where is that located at? Where can people um, find that? It's on MagCloud. So if you like Google my name, mm-hmm. like Traylon Moore, then it'll pop up. And um or if you go on madcloud.com, you could just search my name. Okay. And the series will pop up. All of all of my photo books that I made will pop up. So um yeah. And it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was it was really fun putting these this, those books together because like it's one thing to have like your digital photos like a digital version of your photos or to see your pictures on instagram and stuff like that but when you actually like print it out into a book it's just different it just feels mm-hmm. a lot better it's like your work is alive so to speak it's nice i'm actually working on another book but i'm not sure exactly when that will be finished so i'm not gonna say too much about it <laughs> yeah. So, yeah that's exciting though that's exciting um so you know we're both from the dmv right um do you think that the let's see the environment of artists in the dmv is toxic do you feel like um dmv artists or upcoming you know fashion or brand or models or whatever don't really open up to appreciate each other and kind of see each other more as an enemy like do you agree to that or do you feel like it's a you know open space for anybody and anything okay it's sad to say but it's actually more like the first thing that you said Mm -hmm. it's very it's very competitive Mm -hmm. like a lot of people um see other people in their field as a lot of people see other people in their field as as competition Mm -hmm. and in this area they kind of feel like it is like they can be the only person Mm -hmm. that does this this Mm -hmm. this thing whatever they do Mm -hmm. but um there's also people that that are open to collaborations and working together and like building teams mm-hmm. but i mean yeah it, it just depends on the person honestly mm-hmm. but i feel like what our biggest problem is as a i guess as a creative community is people tend to make to put up like almost make like double lives if that so to speak it's like basically they are open to collaborations and stuff Mm -hmm. but then they'll also make or put 
pieces in the play just in case like somebody tries to backstab them then they'll still be good mm-hmm. and i feel like you can't really truly make a team if you're always in the mindset of like okay let me do this just in case something goes wrong mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's just like that is the part that kind of can be bad because it's like people are always trying to make build a team but they're being like okay just in case i get backstabbed or just in case this person isn't serious or just in case and it's like bro you have to put 100 percent faith in whatever team you're trying to build if you wanted to actually be successful exactly so exactly um yeah it can be problematic at times but you know if you find the right people then then you should be fine honestly Mm -hmm. when building a team yeah i know for myself i mean i talked when i did uh the live with brianne we were talking about how um you know some dmv people when it comes to business brands modeling so like i said previously you know you'll reach out to them and they don't respond um because they make a assumption off of your you know your page your follower account anything like that um and that's why i asked you about you know how do you feel about the environment because i feel like sometimes people miss good opportunities with different you know brands different people just because it doesn't meet their standards you know or it doesn't meet what they feel as you know this is what i need in order to grow but sometimes the people that you know you look past on are those who really gonna get you to be where you need to be at, at the end of the day um and i just think you know people in the dmv just should be just a little bit more open i completely agree with you and the environment and that whole thing um my next question is basically like again we were talking previously and you said you worked with you know rappers um or you know people like that you know can you just explain on that just a little bit more um yeah yes so i worked with a few local artists um Mm -hmm. i've worked with like big flock no Mm -hmm. savage Mm -hmm. uh young manny i worked with a lot of uh, music artists in the area and to be quite honest it's because I'm not normally like I work with a videographer that's also mm-hmm. uh, well known in the, the area and most of the time when I'm working with these music artists then I'm working with him so because it's not really my shoot so mm-hmm. to speak I can't always get the out the outcome that I want right, right. but it's still it's still nice to get to to work with these people and get to see how they are because a lot of them well i'm not gonna say a a few of them aren't what you may seem Mm -hmm. but then a few of them are exactly what you you think you know it's crazy (laughs) but when you actually get to see these people in in person and not in the video and not hearing them say the lyrics to your favorite song (laughs) it's it's like (laughs) It's like, wow, you look at them and you're like, wow, this is a real person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this, you know, they're no different from anybody else. And that that in itself can be a nice experience. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, a lot of them, some of them really are 
about what they be saying. So, <laughs> you know, those people, it's, it's still a nice experience because you can, like, because ultimately it's like, okay, they're creative. Like, past everything that they may say or how they may live or whatever, they're still creative and they still are uh, prospering in their field. So it's like you have to give them that respect right. and you have to, like, see them for that but you know it, it's also stuff that comes with it but i mean hey that's that's what it they is choose, what it is so. yeah um just a little bit two more questions um you know as an entrepreneur you know what is a typical work day for you like you know you know what is you know the start for you and what's the end you know what's what's the process for what does that look like for you okay so it's actually a lot of like for me it's a lot of waiting Mm -hmm. because i am a photographer but i choose to shoot film Mm -hmm. film photography is kind of like that is photography but in the way before they had digital cameras so Mm -hmm. you have to get your photos developed and stuff like that and there's not a lot of local places that that do it so i actually have to mail my my photos off to or my film off to a photo lab in Florida. So for me, getting work back is actually a kind of a slow process. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a blessing and a curse because as an entrepreneur, when you're kind of sitting, you're stagnant, you feel like you're not doing anything. (laughs) And for me as a creative, like I constantly want to create. But the form factor that I'm choosing to i guess that i'm choosing to use when i want to create is very slow so at times i i get you know anxious because i feel like i'm not doing anything i'm not creating i'm not making no money i'm not doing anything so it's very stressful but then when i do get my photos back and i can edit them and i can send them to the person and i see the joy in the person's face because they love all of the pictures then it's like okay now i remember why i do this or when i make when i have a project that i uh, post on social media mm-hmm. and it gets a lot of love and a lot of interaction and people are enjoying it it's like okay now i, I remember why i do this mm-hmm. but like like i said as an entrepreneur it's not easy at all like it's a lot of self-doubt it's a lot of inner battles it's a lot of am i making enough money to be able to sustain myself if i really wanted to do this for like ever it's it's a lot of i guess internal battles it's a lot of um nothing is guaranteed which is also stressful so you really have to be patient with yourself and be patient with your work, be patient with your craft so that you don't get, don't, so, you do, so you don't beat yourself up and kind of feel like a failure all the time. So it, you, you have to have a very strong mind, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that leads to my last question. Actually, that intertwines it. Uh, basically, like, you know, for someone who's looking to be a artist or doesn't feel motivation right now or wants to be an entrepreneur or you know wants to do photography fashion or anything you know 
what advice or what's one thing you would say to them, you know, to encourage them to keep it going? Like, what what would you say? Um, I would say make sure you are very, very, very serious and passionate about whatever it is that you're doing mm-hmm. because it's very, very slow. You know, it's, you're not going to have, it's no instant gratification when you're an artist. You have to learn your style. You have to learn uh, what makes you, you in terms of art, like your personal, what makes you unique as an artist. Um, as an entrepreneur, you have to understand that a lot of people do not make any profit for five years that's like the norm you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so a lot of money that you make if you end up making any money off the the break is gonna have to go back into your business so you really it's really really slow and especially if you're doing this young you're gonna have parents that aren't used to you know people taking the route that you're trying to take in on top of your own self-doubt you got their doubt <laughs> against you yeah. you have to remain strong when being faced with all that and it can be very very overwhelming mm-hmm. but as long as you really have the passion and the fire and the drive to be faced with that and still keep going then i say go for it mm-hmm. but if you feel like you don't and if you feel like you're you're doing this you're you're making art just to make money I would say don't because you know what I'm saying like you yeah. you may not it may not it's be not gonna work yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna work so okay um well thank you so much um for this I really do appreciate it. this is my first interview on this podcast um thank you for your time of day actually can you just you know, shout out to social media. Anyway, when I post this on my Instagram, I almost definitely put your ads and all the information down that you stated. But, you know, just so that they can hear it, um, you know, your Instagram and stuff like that. Okay, so my if you Instagram, remember it. my photography page is <laughs> underscore TR3 and then the word no, TR3S and then the word negatives. So, um, yeah, that's my photo page on my photography is there um i don't really put my personal page out there because like i don't really care to be known Mm -hmm. um i just want my work to be known Mm -hmm. so yeah um i also have a clothing line but um you know that's kind of in the works so okay okay but photos definitely if you need a photo shoot um just dm my page and i will get back to you with prices or you know whatever other inquiries that you may have okay okay well you guys heard him again thank you so much for listening to my podcast today hope you guys enjoy please give me any feedback if you do love this type of episodes if you do i most definitely will be doing more with a lot more dmv artists as well um, again, follow me on Instagram and Snapchat as T-T-M-P-Y-Y on Instagram, Tempe Lover on Snapchat, um, and just all have a beautiful, wonderful day. Wear your mask and be safe.